So episode two is titled, You Can Never Escape Something Like This. In this episode, okay, Alma has discovered that Juliet is Dario's woman. Not only his woman, but his fiance. Yes, Dario has been way busier than everybody else. He is about to get married and it's to Juliet. And what does Alma do? She thinks it's her duty to go and warn this girl. Now, the therapist, in some point, she got some points. She got about 10 points for this because she met Alma at her house and talked to her and was like, Alma, I hear what you saying, but no, it is not up to you to tell that girl what to and what not to do. If she wants to marry Dar Dario, 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 if she wants to marry him, let her marry. She has every right to marry him. It is not up to you to go do it. Don't do it. I, that therapist got 10 points for that. But do you think that Alma listened to her? Nope. Because she does. And she goes up to the damn hotel that they are staying in. They're staying in the hotel as their hub before they have their wedding. Alma received an invitation forwarded to her from her old address, which is the home that she lived in with Leonardo and Zoe before she did everything she did and she's trying to figure out who the hell is this mystery person that sent me this damn invitation because i mean you know why would somebody send me a damn invitation to a, to this damn wedding of all the weddings in the world this one and then why is the wedding so close to my house are they taunting me are they trying to you know dig at me and and make me lose the last part of my mind i have you mean to tell me not only is it dario but you getting married across the street like for real you couldn't find a place to get married better you know a better place than you know right around the corner from my damn house so she makes it her duty to go and warn her because that's gonna work right a woman on the eve of her marriage is going to be heard she's gonna listen to the psychopath that rolls up on her in a digmatized frenzy begging her to reconsider so Juliet responds to her just like that. And she's like, um, back up. I'm going to need you to back up. Alma corners her in the elevator and the girl's not listening because first of all, why should she? Because this girl, Alma, looks like she has been completely taken in. And even if this girl doesn't understand exactly what the hell Alma's talking about, even if Alma is telling the truth, baby, you are still so gone on him that what you're doing right now is more desperate than if you would have just stayed away. Like you're making yourself look crazed and not crazed because you wanted me, but you're making yourself look like you still love him because you do. Because this is none of this is about that. That's the problem I have with Alma on this girl. Why you go in there and try to warn that girl like you didn't want that man back for real? Why did you do that? Because if you was over him, you wouldn't even be, you would not have been tempted to go and talk to her at all. But moving on, Dario rolls up on Juliet and um, Alma while they're talking. To, and Alma thinks that she gets away. But Juliet lies and says, oh, that's just a woman who had the wrong room. Before Alma scurries away, she's like, here's my card. Call me if you need me. The girl takes the card because... When somebody tells you something like that, 
unfortunately, you have to take heed to what they're saying to a certain extent. Because is it possible that the motherfucker was cheating? Yeah, it's possible that he was doing other shit. Because your man looks good. And he knows he looks good. And usually when people look good, they like to share. They like to share themselves. So she kept the card because she knew she was going to call. So Dario isn't buying it because he's a G in real life. So he always seems to have, he's just so intelligent. I love how intelligent he is. I love how you can lie to him, but you actually can't lie. Because when she scurried off to her room, which they have separate rooms because they're getting married tomorrow. Um, he goes and he follows that door that conveniently slammed down the steps. And when he does, he discovers Alma at the end of those steps in the laundry room. And it's steaming, you know, steam is shooting out of shit and stuff. And they have their reunion, if we can call it that. So Alma is going, it's not that she's going off. Not like, ooh, F you, you're, you're, you're trash. It's more like, um, you know, you were a mistake and... You, you, you never were telling me the truth and I can't believe that you're the person you are and that you did everything you did in season one. She didn't say season one, but she might as well have because it's like Alma, season one. Come on, girl. So one thing that does give me some, um, give Zoe about five points in this episode is Zoe is very intuitive. She is smart. And although Dario, Dario played her, he didn't play her for long. By the end of season one, she was done, baby, all the way and in a new relationship. But she has this little powwow with her mom. They have dinner at her little lonely apartment one day. And Zoe breaks the, the you know, she, she tells her mom that she helped Esteban. She can't understand why mom has such a problem with Esteban. Mom gets up from the table in a hissy fit because she's like, I can't believe you. You saw what Esteban did. What? You're going to do me like that? And Zoe's like, girl, she literally stood up and told her mom, girl, you ruined our family over a 25-year-old. And it was like Alma got slapped on both sides of her face simultaneously because she couldn't say anything because Zoe was right. Now, regardless of how psychopathic Leonardo was, look, that's your damn fault if you can't tell that your husband is a psychopath. And the only way that you can tell that is if you run out there and cheat on him. Like, you should have been seeing that Leonardo wasn't right before all this shit. So, that's your fault if your ass is slow. To a certain degree, somebody would say, well, he was a psychopath, so she should have cheated anyway. No. If you're going to be an upstanding person, you should do what you're going to do regardless of what somebody else is doing. That's what makes you a person with some integrity. And Zoe called her out on the shit and she was like, look, you know, she tried to jimmy herself around it, but she really couldn't because Zoe just kept on throwing them facts at her. And was like, everything that you're upset with Esteban for doing, you did the same shit. She's like, you think that Esteban is a different person? He changed overnight. Mom, you did too. You are totally different. You lost your fucking job, a job you loved. You don't live in your house no more. You live in your mama, your mama house now. And it ain't even a house. It's a damn apartment with a lonely ass ledge that you went out there and fucking cried on and shit. While you was hallucinating that fucking Dario was behind you. So Zoe, 
she has two legs to stand on because she's kicking that cold game at her mom. She's telling her the truth. And it's even worse coming from Zoe or let's say more effective, I would think, because Zoe got bamboozled temporarily by Dario too. Dario weaseled himself right on up in there and got all of that for a little while. And if I'm not mistaken, I felt like I saw a glimmer of Zoe still loving Dario. She didn't say anything. Maybe I was projecting. Okay, maybe I projected that on her. But I do know this. Dario is a sensitive. He will always be a tender spot in her heart. Period. Point blank. And just because you ain't with somebody no more because they screwed you over does not mean you don't still have whatever feelings you have for them. You just know you can't fuck with them the long way no more. So she checks her mom and Alma tries to do a little bit of, you know, checking of Dario. And Dario is like looking at her like, dude, you got it all wrong. Your version of events is like not even my version. He's like, I love Juliet and I wanted to marry her. But that's because I thought that me and you wasn't no nothing happening. I thought that. I had, I was trying to forget about you because I felt like as much as I love you, that it was a lost cause. So I went away and I tried to get a life. He went to New York and he met her in New York and they tried to get that shit popping and they did because they got engaged and they're about to get married. And he was like, that's because I thought that the hope with you was at zero percent. I'm seeing you now. Your ass is in the laundry room of the hotel I'm in with my fiance. And if there is no other clearer way to see that it's still on and it's still popping, it's got to be now. And that's 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 why what she did with Juliet never worked. Because as much as Juliet now suspects Dario, she also knows that your whole ass still loves him and wants him for yourself too. And that's probably why women struggle. To come to terms with a man doing whatever he's doing when another woman comes up to them and tells them shit. Because it's not be that it's out of the realm of possibility that the man could be doing that and she's in denial. It's not that. It's that she's trying to recuperate from the fact that a woman that she knows for a fact is going to take that. That a woman wants to replace her. When a woman does that, she wants to. She is telling you, I want you to move out of the way so that I can get back there. Now, people might feel like, oh, I'm being saint, saint lover when I go up to a woman and tell her, bitch, you're going to be right back in his bed, too. So I don't know why you lying. So his his girlfriend or his fiance saw all that and he's seeing all this. And because it's a steamy room and the lighting is very dim and Alma is thirstier than the fucking sheets getting steamed on, they get it in. Yeah, of course, because Dario is still in love with her whatever you want to call that he still loves her so they get it in all the way and that's why I'm like Alma's gonna get on my nerves this season not because I have any allegiance to Juliet because I don't care about her at all like at in any anyway like none but just on a you know as far as the relationship was concerned Alma knew good and damn well she only went there to see Dario, the end. Why did you act like that's why you went? That's why the that's why the damn therapist was like, no. And when she was down there before Dario did exactly what it, he knew that she was there to do, she was like, we ain't no good toward each other. 
it is toxic and all this kind of stuff and he's like well let me get back to that so they get it in in the laundry room and then they take it up to his room the room that he's his room in the hotel which is kind of bold because like wow by now it's the night of the bachelorette party and the girlfriend or the, the fiance is out being goofy and shit with her friends and having a bachelor party when you know good and damn well that a psychopath rolled up on your ass i think that now this is what i would personally do but i don't know if you want to keep you want to let him be alone i don't know on this bachelor night when his ex just rolled up on you and said please leave him alone so i can have him again but she does she goes to the bachelorette party and um she's kicking it and all that kind of stuff so this is how they are able to be together in his room all hard like that so they they getting it in in the room and they're laying in the bed after we're having their pillow talk and she starts talking and she's like well i got this mysterious invitation inviting me to your wedding all around the corner from my house and i'm trying to figure out you know why did you send me that and he she's like you know because it came to my old house where i used to live and guys, if you ever watch this, this is episode two. Watch it hard like I did, baby. Because when Dario turned around and looked at her, his eyes, oh my God. You know, like puppy eyes. Oh, you know how you just can't resist the cuteness of a puppy and you just have to be like, oh, oh my God. Dario, he looked at her. He's laying down. She's laying down. He's got his, like, let's say the right hand is cocked behind his head he turns his head to the left because she's laying on the left hand side and he looks at her for several like beats he's like you don't live there anymore and she's like no and he's like are you still married and she's like no i got divorced and she leans in and says this and he looks at her like what the fuck it's almost like his his he went through the five stages of grief in one moment he sits up in the bed because all of a sudden everything has changed. Everything, everything has changed. One line from Alma, everything has changed. Now, I guess he was just going to keep on getting it in with her and they was just going to be doing it while they was married. Like he was going to go on and get married tomorrow and she was going to go on and stay married. They was going to go on and keep doing it. and He was going to go on and keep loving her. You know what I'm saying? But no. This changes everything. And he gets up and, you know, he's putting clothes on and they're kind of still doing their little talk, but they're kind of up and they're animated now. And he's like, I don't want to marry her anymore. And she is like, Dario. He is like, she is like, she, so she starts doing her little therapy speak. And she's like, Dario, we're toxic for each other. We're like drugs. We cannot be together. Everything we did was a mistake. This can't happen again. I'm like, okay, Alma, you're going to get on my nerves because Alma, you need to quit playing with that little boy. First of all, he ain't no boy. That is a grown ass man you playing with A. B, you like him. Why is it so hard for you to accept that you like this guy? You've ruined your marriage. Your relationship with your child hasn't been right since. You you living like you in college. You ain't got no damn job. Where is your money coming from? Um, why why is that the one 
thing that you just cannot face. You can face poverty. You can face looking like a hoe in front of your husband and your daughter. But you cannot face the fact that you want to be with Dario. And Dario says as much. And he's like, Alma, we can have that. Don't you want to have what I was about to do with Juliet tomorrow? Like, don't you want to be with me like that? And she was looking at him like, you know, we we can. And he's like, no matter what you say, I know you want that. He's like almost about to close back in on her because, you know, Dario is that dude. He do not play with you because when he get done with you, he's going to drive his point home. Literally. Dad-in-law knocks on the door. Juliet's dad-in-law meets them at the hotel because the wedding is happening there. So he comes in town from wherever the hell he is. And I like her dad. Her dad is a likable guy right now. He's got a very healthy beard. I love his beard. It's so healthy. I don't look at season two of Oscudo de Seo part two or season two, Dark Desire. He's got the healthiest fucking beard I've ever seen. And it's not all, it's not beardish either. His hair on his beard looks just like head hair. Like the hair that should grow out of your hair, your head. It looks like his facial hair is the hair that he should have on his head. This is clonking out of my mouth. With his beard hair, it's, it's very, he's got a, a, a good grade of beard hair, which I think is like really hard to have. It's like if you got good hair, your, your beard is good hair. Like how you got good hair on your beard? Like how is your beard consisting of good hair? Anyway, it's so full and it's so nice and ripe and he just would not look right without it. So whoever you are in real life, baby, don't ever shave that beard off. It's going to take all your sex appeal, all your everything. He's an older man, about around Leo's age, but maybe a tenth older. And he's thin, he's felt, he looks like he is dripping with money. Um, He also looks like he's got some sketch shit going on and he can't wait for us to find out exactly what that is. He looks like the kind of dad that this like you'd be a total daddy's girl, but it's because any boys that uh, disappointed you, he like killed them. So that's why you don't have to ever have to see them anymore. Um, so he meets them at the hotel and because it's the bachelor night, he goes and he tries to get Dario so they can go have a drink. Alma is hiding behind the bed on the floor like the whole she is. And Dario does a masterful job of corralling the dad out of the room. And he gets him to the elevator and he's like, the dad is like, you know, you may want to call Juliet because she sounds like she's concerned, like she's having second thoughts about getting married because Juliet has been tripping all day. Ever since Alma told her, that's been niggling on her mind. Like I said, it's not out of the realm of possibility. And whoever you with, you getting dropped some major hints about who they actually are the whole time. So you seen all that shit, you just didn't want to say nothing. But um, so he's like, you might want to give her a call because she got me a little concerned. So you just might want to check in on your boo and see what the hell. And so Dario's like, okay. So he pads his pants for his phone. And you realize how smart Dario is in that moment because he purposely left his damn phone in the room so he could go back and kind of get Alma out of there. So dad, he says, hey, go on down to the bar. And get the drinks and all that. I'll meet you there because I got to get my phone. You can go ahead and go down. So he's like, okay. So he goes, he gets on the elevator. And Dario's also smart in this moment too because he goes down one hall pretending like he's going back one way so that he can case 
the hall with the elevator to make sure the dad got on there and left. See, Dario, like I said, he a G, baby. He's intelligent. And you're going to get him one day, but you ain't going to have an easy time doing it. Then he, he looks like he's going back to his room, but actually he didn't. Because apparently, he is more concerned about Juliet. Now, can I say this? And remember I told you guys, I'm going to sell all the ships. And not only am I going to sell a ship... I'm going to have several people on the same fucking ship that I'm going to sell. Yup. I'm selling all the people everywhere. Everything's going to get messy and all the ships are selling. Do you know that warmed my heart? It warmed my heart that in that moment, he cared more about Juliet than he did Alma. Now, <laughs> this is going to make me look crazy, but the reason he went might not be all that great, but he did. So, Juliet is on the rooftop by now because somewhere during the course of her bachelorette party, she, 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 you know how you drink and you have the wrong mood when you kick the drink off. So she was already tripping hard before she drank. So now that she is drunk, she is just in her head in the worst way possible because eating her alive. And it's eating her so alive that she's sitting on the rooftop looking all suicidal. Now I'm like, okay, incongruity. But for plot purposes, it has to happen. Juliet, girl, how the hell is your first fucking um, solution to jump off the damn roof? You didn't ask him nothing. Like you didn't even go ask him. You didn't even go say. You didn't even go confront. You didn't have an argument. You didn't call Alma and confront. Firm, you didn't do anything. You just decided, I want to die now. I just would rather die. So you go up to the roof looking all suicidal. And the episode closes on the dad to Juliet, um, having had his drink, and he goes outside to smoke a cigar, the front of the of the uh hotel. And he lights up his hotel, his he lights up his hotel, <laughs> he lights up his cigar, and he notices. A diamond necklace fall into the pool. And he's looking at it like, what the hell was that? And why did it just fall out the sky like that? It's just like one of those random things that you're out there by yourself and you're like, nobody would ever believe me if I told them something just fell out the damn sky. So in a few seconds, his daughter's body splashes in the water. And the scene ends with him gesturing and doing all the horrific things that a parent would do to see their child fall into a swimming pool, clearly dead from such a height. Now, before we got to the scene of the dad lighting up his cigar, Juliet turned around and Dario was on the roof and she actually said his name. So episode three could tell us what that conversation consisted of. But I just think sitting curiously close to the edge of the damn roof with your fucking legs swung over the ledge. I don't know. I just think you might have been. I just think you might have wanted to jump before he got there. Now, what makes me think that, wow, these people are going to think I'm crazy for saying, "Ooh, it warmed my heart that he went to look for Juliet at first. At first, it did warm my heart because I felt like, wow, way to go, Dario. Even though you think you love Alma. You still love your fiance too. Thank you for, damn, not leaving her out there hanging. But because when she splashed the water, there was blood in there. 
you ain't got nothing to bleed from before you hit the damn ground. So she was bleeding before she got in the water, which leads me to believe that she had some kind of issue with Dario before she uh, went up there. And if it wasn't, you know, maybe he did something to her and then it made her fall or maybe she slid her own wrists and then jumped when he tried to approach her. Who knows what may have happened, but it does look like, let me just say this. It is not out of the realm of possibility that Dario could kill her in order to make room for him to be able to be with Alma because Dario gets it in. And even though that's a dark side of him, I'm cool with that. I am not cool with murder, guys, but I'm cool with this drama being that messy and that chaotic and that wild because I am enjoying this ride if you haven't already noticed. So there are some things that happened in season season one, episode one. And in season episode two that I need to make sure that I at least put on the podcast before I forget. One thing is that Dario was sent a file. I don't know who sent it to him, but somebody called him one day and said, hey, check your computer or something. And he did. And it was a file of him looking like he stole something from like a jewelry store or something. But he was on camera. And because it was in 2020, he had a face mask on. So all you could see was his eyes and he showed it to the dad and the dad was like, is that you? Because it looked just like you. And Dario was like, nah, that ain't me. It's not me. And he was like, you sure? Because it looked just like you. And he was like, nah, it ain't me. It ain't me. He was like, for real? Because it looks just like you. And Dario stole the necklace and he gave that necklace to Juliet, which I found interesting because, yeah, I guess that is a good way to kind of obscure the things that you have stolen. Also, Another reason why Alma is losing all of her points that she may or may not have had for real in season one is because she is directly responsible for Juliet's death. Yes. Now you went to that hotel and I already went through this. You already know that you still wanted that man and you knew that it didn't matter if he was married or not because you was married. So it didn't matter. But Juliet would still be alive if you would not have done that. Now you and him might have still end up getting it in it. Y'all would have still dealt with each other like this if he would have got married or if you were still married because y'all don't have no damn boundaries. We get it. But maybe she wouldn't have killed herself like that. Maybe she could have sicked her freaking, you know, mafia dad on him and he could have taken care of Dario because, again, her dad, her dad actually um, sent that invitation. He was the one that sent the invitation to Alma's house because he was inviting Leonardo and since Leonardo was married to Alma, he was like, you know, plus one, bring your wife. Now, the dad, what lets me know for a fact he's sketch is not only because he looks sketch, because he looks like there's something more to him, but because he called Leonardo on the phone and said, hey, am I going to see you tomorrow or what? And he was like, oh, yeah, I'll be, I'll be there with bells on and all that. So they got off the phone. I'm like, okay, anybody that knows Leonardo by first name after he was just a judge and all this kind of stuff, Oh, baby, you sketch as hell. You, yeah, you got a whole lot going on. Because it seems like the only person that didn't know what the hell he was into, as in Leonardo, all the dirty shit he was doing, the only person that didn't know was Alma. So it's like, girl, ain't no, it's not anybody's fault that you that slow. Um, so my thoughts on Dario, y'all know Dario, he cannot lose in my book, even if he ends it. Even if he shot Juliet and she fell off the roof. Yes, why? Because I just, I'm glad that there is a character that they can write and at least be honest in his villainous. And he's not trying too hard to be a woman, even though he's a man. And he's not acting like he just respects women. No, he will sleep with you, baby. 
if you if you get in his sights, you are going to give it up to them, to him. Every woman on this show he has had sex with. Now that's interesting as hell. Not the therapist and maybe not the random people that you see as extras, but every woman that is on this show that is a character that gets any level of shine, he has slept with all of them. And I love how messy that is. It's just entertaining. Alma, I think that from here on out, she's going to keep losing points because she's never going to get to the point where she's willing to accept that she likes Dario. And I feel like the faster she would have done that, the more lives could have been uh, saved, I guess. Juliet wouldn't have had to die. The husband and you would have divorced, but that's good because he was a psycho. He was doing all kind of weird killer things anyway. So it was good that you found out about him, but you should have had your antennas up the entire time instead of just when you get sick of sleeping with him or something. It's like, girl, you are super shallow. So she's going to probably continue to lose points. Esteban, um, I know Esteban has it out for Dario, which for me is going to make him my automatic uh, it's going to be hard for me to root for Esteban like that because I want Dario to win every time. Sorry. Um, but Esteban with Bug, Esteban is super paternal with Bug. I like their relationship. They have a beautiful relationship. And I do like Esteban in that capacity. I'm not going to lie. Matter of fact, I don't really have a problem with messy ass Esteban. I don't have a problem with him. Except if it means him, if I had to choose between them two, um, I think you've got to go, Esteban. So producers, if y'all kill Dario, y'all going to kill me because I'm not going to watch the show anymore. Um, Juliet's dad, again, you can tell he's got his hand into, into dirty work and he don't have no problems with that. Um, he is probably also going to be a, a stark enemy of um, Dario, but I need Dario to win at all costs. So um, if Juliet's father has to go down too, so be it. Um, you know, Leonardo's, his, his girlfriend, you know, I don't know. How do you apply for that role? It's like, we just need you to come in and get just awkwardly kissed super hard by a guy that could be your grandpa do you think you could do that and she was like yeah and that's the only thing she ever said the entire time because on this show she's appeared in the scene twice and each time it was as leonardo was hanging up with a phone call and then he turns over and kisses her and it's like you know what i think it's okay for people to have uh physical relationships only because when you were an adult if you can handle it do it but i think that um I think that I would like to actually enjoy you beyond just being mauled at all times. That's cool if that's what you want. But uh, you're not even offering that right. So maybe I just don't like Leonardo a whole bunch. And that's true. So that's the end of episode two. I keep saying season two. Episode two. And the reason why that title comes into the play is because at some point during their little uh, digmatized therapy session Liz says that whole line about you know this isn't something you can escape he said it to her and because Dario said it to Alma now her brain is really misfiring because Dario says that exact same line to her so hopefully Alma is connecting dots that she never connected with Leonardo but um one more parting thing and then I'll end this episode which I enjoyed sharing with you guys Alma's outfits are horrible. Like, you guys have got to step her style game up I'm, in this first season. Maybe it was a novelty because she was, you know, Zoe's mom and she still had her youthfulness and 
her wearing her jeans and her little t-shirts and her little boots. It was cute and it was stylish. But her outfits now are absolutely tragic. They are awful. Her clothes are hanging off her and not in a flattering way. She's wearing clothes that just don't make sense. She looks, she doesn't look good. Um, your styling is is off. And maybe this is them pointing to her not being mentally I don't want to say she's mentally unstable, like she just can't do nothing. But maybe, you know, her sloppiness with her attire is you guys saying, Oh, look at this mentally distraught woman. But I don't know. I just I miss her chocolate, pretty cinnamon chocolate colored eyeshadow. That was good. Liz. Liz is serving me my fashion fix right now because every time Liz is on the scene, her clothes are wonderful. Her makeup is always flawless. Her hair is always in, in, in order. Her jewelry is always gleaming and it's nothing but gold. So I guess I got to get my fashion fix from Liz, which is a shame because she's not in very much. She's not getting a whole lot of screen time. And it would be nice if Alma would just put some eye, just put the eyeshadow back on. I guess you can keep the country clothes, but just let's do the eyeshadow and let's get your 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 lip gloss popping again. And maybe that'll help. Maybe that'll help you feel better to smoke a cigarette and do your makeup. I mean, those two things right there will cure you. But anyway, that's the end of my episode. And thank you guys for tuning in again. I look forward to bringing episode three to you. And until then, I will talk to you on the next episode. <laughs>